Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the uh, Fika Brunch and Business podcast once again. I am your host. That was very courteous of you. <laughs> I'm a gentleman, as ever. I'm your host, Tia. And I'm the co-host, Evo. <laughs> and uh, today we're at a very dark Woolfox. It feels like it was um, not too long ago that it was light outside at this no. time, but now it's, it's not even that late. Six that Wow. I know. That's quite depressing, isn't it? But there is something I will say. There's something quite nice and cosy about being in here at this time. It feels, yeah, like there's a little log burner here. It's not on, but it is there. Yeah. <laughs> and we're both just sat here having. I'm having a mint tea. You're having a soft drink, and it just yeah, like we've spent the whole day here working, and now it feels like we're unwinding. You know, in the scenes of Suits where they have like. A scotch at the end of the day in one of their offices. This is what this feels Apart like. Apart from you're having a tea and I'm having a, a punchy soft drink. I would like it. to say I did offer Eber an alcoholic beverage, but he refused because as you've heard on previous podcasts, he is just miserable now. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm teetotal, guys. I'm taking care of my health. He's not. And um, I'm just, just not drinking at all. <laughs> to be fair, I am also trying to be that way inclined yeah. now. So Sometimes I just don't feel it. Sometimes. Why are you teetotal? Tell us. I'm not teetotal. <laughs> but why are you you are definitely you don't drink a lot no why is that for I only save it for special occasions um, and yeah I don't know you just feel like when you when you drink you're automatically a little bit more ill the next day so you're yeah if I drink without a purpose it feels like I'm voluntarily making myself more ill the next day which just feels a bit pointless to me so um, I like there to be a big occasion yeah uh, and then I just hard or go home i like it yeah very good so let's tell the fans what we have in store for them today we don't really know what we've got in store for you but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens and we thought it's been a while since we've just sat down a together and b like just had a chat and a catch-up and almost like a conversation between us because it's we talk about obviously we talk every day whether you're here or not and but we don't really sit and have a talk about everything that's going on we kind of just talk about stuff that's going on (laughs) (laughs) no we sit and we talk about like immediate things like tasks that we need to do and things like that but we won't sit and have a chat and be like yeah that's right how are you feeling so evo how are you (laughs) i was actually gonna ask you this i i'm gonna make a conscious effort to start asking people like how are you but more as like how are you not like no no do you know what how it how how to phrase it I heard this, I can't remember who was telling me this, but they ask, instead of just asking, how are you? They ask, how are you really? But that just feels it like... Feels it feels quite intense, doesn't also, it? Also, if you are actually fine, you'll be like, I don't know, am I fine? <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you've mentioned it. I was having a good day, but now I'm not sure. <laughs> but no, like, because sometimes, how are you? And everyone just goes, yeah, good, how are you? And then like, but how mm. are you really? So tell us, how are you really, Evo? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> No, go on, elaborate a bit. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm um, um, hard at work on matters related to Juni. Yeah. I don't want to say too much about that yet. Hopefully yeah. we could talk about it very openly on a future podcast, which I would I would really like to do. But at the moment, it's just, it's, it's all kind of happening and coming to a head. And before it's fully done that, I don't want to preempt or jinx yeah. anything. Um, but yeah, hard. And what is Juni? Oh. Sorry for anyone who didn't tune into that podcast. Juni is our our new uh, London brand, London brunch brand. 
that we're going to take London by storm. Yeah. Here's me not preempting anything. <laughs> 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 we're going to take London by storm. We're going to make our name for ourselves there. We're going to become a London brunch institution. <laughs> but I don't Zero. want to preempt too much. <laughs> just those few, just those few bits. <laughs> um, so how am I? I I'm I'm good. I'm uh, I'm anxious, but in a good way. Yeah. I'm not anxious in like a oh I have anxiety. I'm crippled by it type of way. Mm. Uh, I'm more anxious in like yeah, like eager, eager to yeah. go, eager, e- eager to get started. Yeah. I've had a long period of of um, trying to plant seeds and trying to make, make something moves. happen, and um, I'm excited for that period to be over. I'm now excited to actually have the thing and then and then try and um, get it off the ground which hopefully will be will be very soon yeah so yeah a mix of nervousness excitement and um yeah mix of nervousness and excitement i think that's a good way to summarize it that's how i'm feeling yeah very good how are you how are you really (laughs) how do you do (laughs) do you know what the response to that is how do you do (laughs) um I am really good. Really, really good. I am good. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, no, I am really good. I am... Um, I feel like I'm... Refinding myself. Refining <laughs> well, yourself? Well, I did my... Um, Refinancing ex- yourself. Re- <laughs> anyway. I wish I was refinancing <laughs> myself and my life and all my bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. <laughs> all need some big refinancing. Um, no. I am, um, yeah, I feel like I'm finding myself again. I did my episode on coming out of a creative rut and I think that's that was a big thing for me because I guess in like Fika and in everything we do work-wise together, that's basically a huge part of my role. Mm. So feeling like I was stuck in that and didn't, like wasn't contributing my best to that, um, yeah, like it didn't, I didn't feel like I was at my best. Whereas yeah. now I think I'm, yeah, I'm kind of learning and rediscovering the things that make me be better and make my creativity better and give me a bit more flow. Um, and I do think a lot of it is, I would say we now have, well, we'll go into this a bit more. I'll, I'll actually answer the question first. Yeah, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. good. I feel I feel quite focused. I feel like my... And this is actually only really the last couple of dates. Do you know what? Controversial. Someone who owns a brunch cafe, cafes. I've cut out caffeine. For the, really? I told you this. I, you this, did tell I'm me on this. day four, I think. Talk the fans through it. I I'm feel, sure they want to know. Look, I have always been the person to say caffeine really doesn't affect me. I don't get jittery from it. I don't get sleepless from it or anything like that. And I still stand by that. But I was really struggling with... I would. I actually think it's what people call brain fog. Mm. But I just didn't... At the time, I was like, I don't know if this is brain fog or just like... I, I don't know, like just tiredness and whatever. But yeah, I think it was brain fog, like, m- for most of the afternoon, pretty much every day, I would have severe brain fog and just not really be able to focus. And then I was noticing, like, if I did quite an intense workout in the morning, 
for the rest of the day, I'm like a write-off. Like I literally can't concentrate. I can't Mm -hmm. think of anything. So, and I think part of it was because I was having a coffee before like eating anything. And then also like having a coffee and having only that as like for the whole morning. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, if I was doing an intense workout or like anything else, anything like mentally stimulating, like that's not really enough to... And then I'd end up being hungrier like by the end of the day. And then I'd have something like sugary at three or four o'clock, which does not help at all. Like it helps for 20 minutes and then you feel even worse. Yeah. So I just thought I'm going to try everything. I'm going to go back to the basics with my like caffeine intake and my like nutrition and like sleeping enough and everything like that and actually try and get all of that, all the basics right. Because mm-hmm. I do think all of that really contributes to how I perform day to day. Yeah. And I found for the last like four days, and I think it's probably not just the cutting out caffeine, but um, I've also not really cut out caffeine because I'm still having matcha. It's just like coffee. Okay. Um, is matcha, I don't actually know this, is matcha is a lower level of caffeine? Yeah, it's got, it's still got caffeine in it, but it's lower and it's supposed to be much slower release. So you don't right. get like a big caffeine or like energy hit but yeah I've kind of I've I've tried to nail down on all those basic things and yeah my like had no brain fog whatsoever over the last few days and um, my I also was getting quite a lot of headaches and I've never really suffered from headaches like I'd get a headache pretty much every day yeah not really had a headache over the last few days again so yeah I'm feeling good and I think I think everything that's going on in our professional lives currently is what forced me to like make some changes. Yeah. Because I was like, I know we're about to get very busy. I know our schedules are about to be pretty full on. Um, like they are anytime we take on a new project. Mm-hmm. So, and also we're both still training for High Rocks. <laughs> I've, I've completely forgotten about that. Yeah. <laughs> we're both still training for yeah. High Rocks. And to be honest, I kind of have... I've not forgotten about it. I'm just choosing to ignore it. <laughs> I need to take that more seriously. That's in like five weeks. That's I know. Mad. I know. Mad. Someone said it the other day. I was like, oh God. I'm always I like, thought... yeah, I've got like three months for that. Mm. And then, but that it's eventually soon. decreases. Yeah. yeah. It's not always <laughs> we three months. <laughs> that does decrease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine. So, and that is quite an intense style of training and level of training. Like that requires serious dedication. Mm. So I was like, okay, realistically with what our schedules are about to look like, I'm probably going to have to be in the gym at like 6am most days if I'm going to fit in a training session. Yeah. So to do that, like I like we need to sleep enough and we need to get enough rest, but there's also a lot of work to do. So you just have to make sure like all the basic areas of your life are sorted, covered, like they just come a second nature mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling good. We've had a productive few days. Um, I'm feeling creative. I'm feeling excited. Nice. Very excited. I'm feeling quite fearful. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I, I'm i much more inclined to that than you are. Um, and I think you have a little bit of that as well. Of fear? Yeah. I've massive amounts of fear. Yeah. I think it's like with anything new it's always going to be a bit scary and the unknown. And this is like the most unknown. Like London is a whole new... 
there's there's so many question marks yeah in london i think when we the last one we opened which is wall fox i mean we 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 knew from the start how that was going to go mm. um <clears throat> we knew what the opening day was going to look like we had all these question marks that we have in london we we never really had here so it, it felt like quite light work this to get this off the ground um yes and no but this was i think what made it feel like that was because it, this was a lot closer to home so That's it was, right, yeah. it was we knew everyone who we were gonna who were coming we knew all our staff beforehand we knew like our head chef from oakham came here so it was a very it was almost kind of like we were using a formula yeah that we'd already done and just doing it again and we had reliable reliable pillars yes. of that formula in the form of staff chefs like yeah those exactly were, were exactly and and we know this area we know the customers of this area yeah. we know what people like people know us people know fika as the brand name mm. so it was a big unknown but at the same time it was like not that much of an unknown and because we knew the people at Woolfox and everything like that it was yeah it was we knew what we were stepping into to an extent mm -hmm. whereas london it is like we are stepping into the unknown and i know you've been there for the last few months and how do you think that has like how do you think your view of it maybe differs to mine from you being there um, do you think it's helped you being there it has helped me being there it hasn't helped me being there and not having anything to do i feel significantly better when i'm back here compared to when i am in london when i'm here I don't, this is not necessarily it's answering the question that you asked. something in London then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. Um, but yeah, this is not really answering your question directly, but I just, I just want to give a bit of background. Being in London at the moment for me is sitting at home and like maybe working on my laptop, not really interacting with that many people. Mm. Um, it's just, it's not great. It's not a, it's not a fantastic uh, environment to be in, in terms of like stimulating creativity, yeah. growth, whatever. Here, when I come back here, I see our staff, I see our cafes, I see the food coming out, I interact more with people. It just mm. feels like, and then I feel creative, I feel productive mm. um, and generally work better, sleep better, my routine is better when I'm around here. Um, I think it will help massively once we've kind of got a routine in London and yeah. I've got something to show for it yeah. there. Um, but I've had, obviously I've had a long period of, of not having that. Mm. And um, so being, being to answer your question, being in London, having been in London doesn't really make me less fearful because I feel like I know it better. I still feel like I don't know it well at all because I've not really had the same interactions that I've had mm. here. Um, so that still feels like a bit, a big unknown there, but it feels... Yeah, I feel good about the fact that soon we'll be up and running and and um, yeah, I'll just feel, once it's up and running, I think I'll feel better being in London. Yeah. But at yeah. the moment, it's, it still feels like an unknown, probably yeah. similar to how it feels to you. So do you feel any more prepared for having been in London the last few months or no? I wouldn't say so, no. Great, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like being in London has helped me plant those seeds as I mentioned before mm. I don't think it would have been difficult to do if you weren't yeah. there and difficult to find the right people and get the right contacts you go on viewings sure. and like 
being there does help with with that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of like knowing it better, I'm I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure I know any more. Maybe I do. Maybe I subconsciously through osmosis through going to different <laughs> brunch think, cafes yeah, absorbed so. a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's probably. Yeah, I probably have have done from that part. And how yeah. do you envision your life changing over the next few months? Like, because I would say already, like I said to you the other day. <laughs> You literally look like you've just taken something because you went all hyper. And like, yeah. You were like, we need to do this now. We need to like, calm down. Calm down. This is not going to happen for tomorrow morning. It's okay. But yeah. I feel like automatically you, as soon as there's like a level of, I actually think we're both like this. As soon as there's a level of urgency yeah. and a level of like, shit, we have to get this done now. Like we have to move on this quickly. We have to... We have a deadline or not even like a set deadline, but we have an aim in mind. Mm-hmm. We both kind of kick into gear. I think we're, we're actually both really terrible at just assigning awful. ourselves work to do. No, awful. Like terrible. I need s- severe fear and anxiety <laughs> yeah. to be able to do anything. Yeah. And I'm much better. Like I've done a few shifts in the cafe recently. Um, and obviously, you know, do my once a week kitchen shift. But on those days, I feel so much more productive, like so much more productive, even like outside of the cafe work. Mm-hmm. I then will get home and be like, okay, I'll just do a bit of this and I'll just do a bit of this and I'll just do a bit of this. And then I'm like, oh, it's 9 p.m. Yeah. Like I can call it a day now. Um, and I think it's it's because I have that like constant simulation and, and sorry, stimulation. Um, and I'm... Like, on my feet. I think we're both doers. Like, mm-hmm. sitting at a desk on our laptop. Can't it's different it. now because we're doing it for something. Yeah. And there's, like, it's all working towards something where we're not going to be doing that. But when, if that was, when like... that's all you have to do. When that's all you have to do, that's really tricky. And I guess that pose the que- poses the question, like, what do our future roles look like? Yeah. Because... Know. I think we're very good at um, growing a brand and like growing businesses, mm. but from within, I actually don't think we're that good at doing it. Oh, this is an interesting point. I don't think we're that good at doing it when the pressure's off. Discuss. Yeah, we're not. I don't think I could. But, wh- but what, then, what, do, you, what, what do you mean when the pressure's off? When would you be growing a brand with, when the pressure's off? Say what happens with Fika now? Because the pressure's not really off. Yeah. But the, the day-to-day pressure isn't really there. Of like, the day-to-day pressure comes back when it's like, oh, this person's ill and this person's ill and this person's ill and this chef's gone home and this person's fallen off their bike. and (laughs) (laughs) No one in particular. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's when the pressure comes in. Yeah. But on a day-to-day operating basis, there isn't that pressure. I guess there is because you're like, the financials have to work. But yeah. it's, do you know what I mean? That's a different kind of pressure. It is. I, that's kind of like a, that's almost like a dark cloud that's always there. <laughs> <laughs> they just learn to live with. <laughs> Painting a positive light. <laughs> well, no, it's the reality. Like, it it's is. just, but you do just learn to live. Like, you learn to accept that it's always there. Yeah. Let me. But if let you're me, in the sunny territory, you don't really worry about that too much. Yeah. Let me pose a, a vision for what our, our roles could look like. Go on. I think... Day-to-day operating, yes, there's pressure. But there is also pressure in new projects. 
And I think that's why we enjoy new projects so much because there's uncertainty, there's problem solving, there's... Think about when we built Fika, Fika Stanford. Mm. There was a lot of things we needed to figure out there. Yeah. There was a few setbacks <laughs> we had there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that, that is also in itself a level of pressure. So I yeah. think we constantly need... And I think we're getting to a stage where we can almost have this a little bit. Where, uh, we constantly need an influx of new projects to take on yeah. as part of our current brand and in future brands. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where the pressure comes from. Yeah. New, new projects. I, I think where that was difficult, let's say if you only have one cafe, mm. you have to wait until that cafe makes enough money to be able to do anything else. Mm. Whereas when, when you've, the more you have, the more projects you can afford to take mm. on is what I'm trying to say. We're slowly getting to that point where we could, where probably all we can think, not all we can think about, but all... A big part of our focus could, could be, be new projects. Yeah. I think that's where it would come from yeah. for me. Okay. And you touched on something there, which I do want to talk about a little bit. I know we said we're not going to delve into too much detail um, yeah. because it's a bit early days, but let's talk a little bit about our frustrations over the last few months. And let's talk... I, I do want to touch on this a bit because I think... Yeah. Almost from a point of view of, I think sometimes people probably come into the cafe and they see it and it's really busy and they go, God, these guys must be raking it in. Mm. And the reality is quite different of like running a cafe. And anyone in the food business will we'll say this, that no one ever got rich from running a cafe or a bakery or a restaurant because the margins are so small compared yeah. to most other industries. And, and the, the costs work are is so, so hard yeah. and the costs are so high. And you can see why some people like think it's the dream, do it for a year and they're like, absolutely not. I yeah. never want to do this again. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about some of our big frustrations. Go on. I just wanted to say on that point, I had a friend who was in the hospitality business. He had mm. a pizza restaurant. If he listens to this, he might know who he is. But he used to say to me, I, I always used to find it fascinating because he started his brand at quite a young age um, and it was really successful and it was growing really well. And I used to find that fascinating. Mm. And I used to say to him, like, so cool that you've got this, you've got this brand and you're doing so well and um, all of this. And he used to say to me, like, don't get confused about what it looks like. Mm. If something goes wrong, I'll be out of business in three months. Mm. I'm like, three months? What is he on about? Like, he must be raking it in. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know the reality. Yeah. And that is where actually where the pressure comes from. Yeah. That is like when, when you start to feel the pinch in areas and when, you know, when things go a bit quiet for a, a couple of weeks in a row, we start to look at it and go okay, do we need to step in? Do we need to do something? Do we need to change something? It's always distinguishing between is this a trend or is this just an off week? Yeah, and there's the constant... that You constantly are checking. Yeah. And like almost ready to react to whatever. And it's like deciphering what needs reacting to and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So yeah, cafe business guys, let us tell you. Hear, Hear it from us. Yeah. We're not on a yacht yet. Put it that way. <laughs> We're not, we've not even got a rubber dinghy yet. <laughs> so let's talk about some of our frustrations. Yeah, go for on. The last. Well, 
this one's kind of more your domain. And I think we've touched on it in a podcast before, but finance and financing. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, it's just the current financial uh, situation of this country and many other countries uh, is not wonderful. <laughs> and that impacts us quite directly. Yeah. And I think our frustration has come from being like, again, I think we've touched on this before, but we almost got sold this promise of like, oh, just go go until you hit X amount in revenue and then everyone will be like rushing to give you money. Yeah. And then we and hit to be X fair, amount. To be fair, no one sold us that promise. I think we sold it to ourselves. No, someone did say that did to they? us. Yeah. Who, who said that? Call them well, out. No, don't call them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say Didn't I that. say that to you? No. I remember then. the person. I'll tell you after. Okay. Right. Um, and, and, then, it and then I'll link the information. <laughs> it was someone who actually like, knew what they were talking about or at yeah, least that's yeah. how it came across um yeah and then we hit that amount of revenue and we were like okay <laughs> where are they where's where's the money and then we seek them out and we were like okay why are they all saying no and they were like no no sorry, can't <laughs> and then and it was also about the number of years we were trading because i remember when we first opened up when we first took Fika on, in mm. the first year, doing anything was a nightmare. Do you remember? Even like setting an account up. Setting a up a bank account. Oh yeah, like accounts with suppliers. Like birth certificate, <laughs> <laughs> proof of address, proof of, yeah. It's just because we, had a, we hadn't been trading for three years. So then there was a promise of like, when you've been trading for three years plus, everything gets easier. Yeah. First of all, it was like six months until you can <laughs> set an account up with anyone. And until then, you have to do cash on delivery. <laughs> what? Get Here's an envelope box. with cash. <laughs> £600 Medfrags for order. Don't put it in your pocket, Mr. Delivery Man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how medieval. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, and then three years is like the next time frame. Yeah. And we reached three years quite recently. And I was like, right. Ready <laughs> for some financing. Uh, my phone's here. Went, oh, I'm his... getting a call from Barclays. I'm getting a call from Lloyd's. He's got his running shoes on. He's ready to <laughs> run to the bank. <laughs> um, but yes, it's it's difficult. It's not and quite it, played out like that. No, it would have been it would have been easier if we didn't. It would have been so much easier if we didn't reinvest anything in growing the company. If we still had one cafe mm. and didn't reinvest any of the money of that cafe it would be easier to get financing based on that okay let's talk about that because i don't think that that gives anything away or preempts or (laughs) (laughs) not that we've done any of that but i think let's talk about that because like that is just and i know the banks work the way they do for a reason etc etc yeah but there is just some dumb stuff that comes out that you're like, yeah. oh my goodness. I'd Stop be on the it. phone like, and someone would say something, I'd be like, oh, it's just not even worth having this discussion anymore. <laughs> so so what, what was the big thing? Like, yeah, if we'd kept all the money in the business and just not reinvested anything, not opened another cafe or another cafe that, mm. you know, were all successful and doing well, that would be better than... Choosing to take the profit and reinvest it. Yeah. And growing the business. And having something to show for the growth of the business. Not like, oh, we chose to take the profit and put it in this and it it flopped. 
flumped. Flumped. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, where where do I start? Also, some finance professional is going to be listening to this thinking, these guys are idiots. Like, of course they're not going to get money. And fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, we don't understand how this thing works. We tried. We failed. It's not. We're going to try again at some point in the future. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've uh, done a lot of business plans and financial projections and all of this kind of stuff to, to some banks in 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 future i do think the bigger a business becomes the more you do need to have some form of credit mm. because if you've got a small business something goes wrong oh you just take a little bit from your savings put it in mm. um till everything goes goes well then you take it back out mm. or you want to invest in a new project you just wait a little bit you run the new project yourself the bigger a business becomes the more costly everything becomes the more long term you you start thinking as well so instead of investing in this project that's going to take three months to get off the ground and you just do it yourself. Mm. The more you invest in bigger scale projects that are going to take like three or four years to materialize, that that is what a good business should do. It should be thinking like three, four years down the line and making moves now, even though it might cost them money now. Mm. And I think that's where where credit comes in. Mm. Anyway, so bottom line is, I think eventually like we do need to figure out the the finance Mm. thing. But our big hurdle has been at this point mm. is people look at Fika and they say, oh, wow, okay, like you're clearly on a growth trajectory. And they say they take, they say they take that into account, but they don't. <laughs> you're on a growth trajectory, um, but your profit is the same as it was in the first year. And it's just having to explain to someone that, you don't it's difficult as a as a brick and mortar like cafe business it's difficult to be on that level of growth trajectory that we've been and also make the same proportionate amount of profit the money has to come from somewhere Mm. um so that's been the money to grow the money to grow has to come from somewhere it has to come from those those it's not coming from the banks (laughs) that's that's for sure exactly so it's been difficult and frustrating trying to uh, convince anyone that we that we've got something kind of worth um, worth backing here, mm. I don't think we would have such a big problem if we decided to go the investor route. No, but we and I think the reality we, is just the economic climate currently mm. that no one wants, no banks want to lend anyone money, mm. and it, I also think it's done on a very it's a very computer says no kind of thing rather than a person looking at the application going okay yeah they've made this amount of profit but look at yeah. what else they've done and what else they've put the money into yeah. and actually like let's take a closer look i think it is just a case of inputting stuff and it goes eh, eh, yeah and then you're done a lot of it is that yeah and i think the i think our other thing that we is perhaps a i think is a strength but it has served as a weakness in this scenario is that we don't really I was talking to someone else about this someone else who just makes moves and makes it work no matter what and I do think that that is a I think that's the way that we've chosen to do business and whether it's right or wrong yeah some people wait for the right time the right economic climate the right building to come up the right rent the right 
all of that, the right, mm. all the right circumstances. Whereas I think we're very like, if we have an idea, if we want to do something, we do it. Yeah. Whether it's the right economic climate, whether it's, you know, if we get an opportunity, we seize it. And then we kind of worry about the details after. If it's ballpark in the right direction, yeah. we're, we're, we're doing if it. If it's in line with like the vision yeah. of where we want to be. So, and I think with that, it has come that we've chosen to do something in the worst economic climate and in the worst kind of circumstances. Yeah. So it's just been like, we've just been batting away nose left, right and centre. And we're not the only ones, I'm sure. I'm sure that's been the case for many businesses. But mm-hmm. we've just realised that being a business that wants to grow is not easy. Yeah. Like you have to actually, you have to literally be prepared to take every no under yeah. the sun and find a way, one way or to other, do it anyway. to do it anyway. And... Yeah, it's been a been a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> it has been, it has been, but we're continuing to we're continuing to find ways, and I'm sure we'll uh, talk about those ways uh, in in future podcasts as well. We will. Um, I look forward to talking about them. Yeah, um, and we can be a bit more. But for the minute, that's kind of all we can say really yeah. on the finance side. It has it has been a, a frustrating journey. But hopefully, but also it's, it's we've, learned we 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 learned 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 we've learned from it. We have learned from it. We've learned a lot from it. And again, I keep shouting this person out, but someone on Fika Brunch and Business Instagram page, one of their quotes was great, commented something and they said, if you're not earn if you're not earning, then you're learning. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm living by it now. So nice. Shout out, whoever like you are. It. Um I don't have anything else to add. Do you want to talk about anything else? No, I'm 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 quite happy to leave it. I think that's I think it ended up being a good podcast, even though we didn't know what we were going into, and you didn't know what you were going into. Sometimes it's quite nice to just sit and chat, chat and not and ask how are you really? Look how much how came are you out really? of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what either of us really answered that. No, I think we did. Yeah. yeah. Nice. nice. Well, thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Fika Brunch and Business Podcast, and we will see you all next time. It's been a pleasure. See you all next week. Bye.